we'll start with the current crew. And move on. Okay, so where are we holding? We were on we're Shinun. Yeah, we're holding at the end of the Shir Aleph. Uh, right, and then we're going to go into the next year. As I said, the next year is really a continuation and really a, an explanation of all the things that are going on that, that we've been learning about. Okay, so we're on page Shin. Is your camera on at all? Because we don't see you. You don't see me. Yeah. Um, right. right. I know what you look like, so maybe it doesn't. There we go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I turned off my self view. I decided I know what I look like too. Okay. <laughs> There's Josh joining us. Hello, Josh. Hi, Ralph. Oops. One second. I just went. Okay. Good. Everybody's good. The Seder. So we're on page Shinun. Yeah, so the Shinun, as I said, Shinun is a summary of so a little bit of, a, of what we've been talking about until now, and it'll lead us into the next year, which is really an expansion, an amplification of the, the all the material of this year. So uh, hopefully by the end of the next year, we'll be have a things uh, clear or clearer about what Ramesh is trying to teach us here. Okay, so section A. So what we've learned so far is that because there's different worlds. There's the world of Torah, and then there's the world of the of the Pashtas, what you see. The two different worlds that we've been describing for the last couple of weeks. The world of uh, the Pashtat world, the, the world that, uh, as it appears to us on the surface, which is that life moves towards death, and the olam of Torah, where things move towards life, where every step is a every every step of life is a step in the movement in the direction of even greater life and even more enhanced life. So for somebody who lives in this world, in the world of Torah, and he's going to come back to live. That's what we said that if we have the the the, 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 the that was the Kalva Homer that we had at the beginning that if the if the if the chai if if things that don't have not yet come into life come to life so the Kalva Homer the things that are already alive will certainly stay alive. We have to look at, uh, in the Olam of Torah, we look at everything that is, everything that's created, is a shoresh, is a root for the next step for the future. And it's going to get bigger and more whole and more perfect. Until it reaches its ultimate climax of what it can reach in this world, and then this, but this is just the root. In other words, people live in this world, 
in the world in the world of Torah. They live and they and they grow and they develop and they become as alive as they can be in this world. And this is a root for the next world. Because since it's a seed or a root, so then what do you do with a seed? You put it in the ground. So in the future, well, that will come out what's what it's supposed to come out. That's the way Torah looks at the world. Okay? So again, this is such a you know when you think about it, it's simple and profound that it's that there is that we should look at life in this world as a stepping stone, right, right? and a stage in a development to more and more life. He says, the reality is that all of creation exists on two different planes. It's not a question of opinions. It's what he was saying, it's a metziut. There are two, the existence of two parallel worlds. Olam ha'emuna kayam kemitziut nitzchit. There is the world of emuna, which exists as an eternal existence. gam and the external bria, right? the bria of that does not have this emuna, does not, does not is not built on the concepts of Torah on the promises of the Torah, right? It has existence, as he says, le'etata. For now, temporarily. In other words, it's temporal. It'll it will come to an end. There is there is a world that will come to an end, and then there is a world. If you live in the world of Haftacha, of Emuna, so that world will not come to an end. That world will grow. If that's where you see yourself, So in that world that he exists, there's no place for Triatametim. Because for him, right, existence starts and finishes here, begins and ends here. So since his world is a world that doesn't have any hope, any expectation for anything beyond this world, so that's the world that he exists in, and therefore he can't have a trias amesim. That's the that's that's the power of this idea. Whereas is, is that he he can't he can't have a trias amesim. Unless in this world you already lived in a world which was moving towards Triatam 18. If you lived in that world, so then you have the you'll, you'll be, you'll have Triatam 18. But somebody who says ain't Triatam 18 in a Torah, that means according to Rabbi Moshe, he's saying that I don't believe that there is such a thing that a world can change into a a, a future world, that this world is has an eternal existence as a seed for a future world. So he doesn't live in that world. If he doesn't live in that world, so then he doesn't have that reality. Right? But, that, but, the, but the Torah way, the Amuna way, has a different has a different tzura of, of, of existence. They live in a system, they live in this world, but that this world is but they live in a world which has a, which has a, a superimposed system, which of emuna. And in that world, there's a promise that things will reach their tachlit or reach their ultimate purpose. 
ומאמינים שהם יקיימו אותה. And the people who live there believe that anything that exists which promises that it will reach its, its, its ultimate goals, right, will be fulfilled. That's the haftoch, that's the emunah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into the world. That's what we learned, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he created the world, created emunah along with it, kel emunah ve'en ovel. Ve'ofen zeh ha-metziyut ha-achshavit, if you live in that way of looking at the world, so then our present metziyut, irak shoresh lo ma'ashem e'evrela, is only the root for what's going to be. Kizera ha'atid la'atzmi achilan, like a seed which is going to produce a tree. In this process, the end is the beginning of growth. Tzmichatamitim is always compared to a to something which grows, right? like a like a a plant. Or as we brought it about earlier, the comparison between a grave and a womb. The kach omru chazal. They're going to to poke their way through and, and come up in Yerushalayim. And they'll be, they will, they'll like, like, like peek out right, from the, like the grass of the earth. And I'll say, and, and there's, and the city is Yerushalayim. What's, what a city? City refers to Yerushalayim. When the tzaddikim have tchias amesim, they will be, they will stand up in their, with their clothes. from a wheat seed. The wheat plant, or the wheat seed, he planted naked. All it is is, a, is the raw seed. And it comes out with all kinds of things, with with with, uh, with, with there's, there's grass around it, and then the weed plant, weed seed itself has uh, has the kernel and has things around it, the chaff and the face uh, and, and the wheat germ or whatever it has, right? So tzadikim shenik so tzadikim who are buried with clothing, with shrouds, alachas kama v'kama, we will when we rise, when the tzadikim rise, then they will become of their with their clothes. I.e. their good deeds, their clothes, or their masim tovim? It could be, yeah, that's a good interpretation. They, uh, they're going to come out with fully, fully alive, fully, uh, there's not going to be something that's missing in them. In other words, in other words they're going to pick up where they start, where, where they left off. I think that's also part of the idea. It's not going to be, oh, you have to be reborn, right? Oh, you're going to start out as a baby again. No, you're not going to start as a baby again. A person who who uh, died, right? And this is Roy and Zochet at So you know, he died when he was uh, 90 years old. So then uh, he'll pick up as a healthy 90-year-old, I guess. I hope uh, I hope 90-year-olds will be healthy then. And, and yeah. Is Rav Moshe saying that someone, when, when we take the Pasuk, call Israel Yeshalem Chelek Bolam Haba? I mean, I, I don't know how we're supposed to relate to Tzhiatamayim, Yachasit, Lolam Haba, but let's just, for the minute, they're, they're similar, a preparation for it. I know we learned two Shitot and. Yeah, but, so, so again, it's, yeah. Right. 
but, but in any case, is he saying that someone who co-fares in the Tehiyat team, he's not considered uh, part of, of Am Yisrael, and therefore he will not have a, a place in the world to come? Is that what he's saying? Yeah, again, the, the Rambam says is that you know, I mean, all, any one of the thirteen principles right, is, uh, is 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 all all thirteen principles are necessary for a person to have a chelak and alam about right the right, the thirteen principles that's what we're learning about you have to uh, you have to be connected but he's saying specifically right, the the idea of tchias amesim which in this worldly terms is so uh, you know, so outside of of, of the, anybody's experience, you know, going to you know, he was like we're like you know, preposterous in terms of this worldly thing. So then, for sure, in order to to have any shaykhs to that, you have to live with that. You have to live. It has to be part of your reality in this world. You have to be feel it part of, the, of that reality in order to. Be, otherwise, you live in that parallel universe, which will come to an end and won't have a. I won't, I won't won't have that continuation, right? But it could still be that you know. I don't know. So I don't. Okay, I don't know, more than that, I don't know. Right? Going back to the, the external view of the world, that is where it begins and ends, and that's the whole thing. That's the way it looks. They reach their peak. And then they go down, right? So you go up the hill, but as we see, you know, it says, like the saying goes, everything is downhill from there. You know, but downhill in the in the negative sense, you're going down, down, down until you cease to exist. hamin, as the min said when he was speaking earlier, the chayin meiti, the meiti chayin. How could it be that if what's alive, those who are alive die, that those who die who are dead will come alive? An extra word, there, right? Extra who, right? Somebody who 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 perceives things that way, so then from his from his inception, he's dead. Right? The beginning when he emerges into life, that's the first step to the grave. Right. So, in other words, that that in other words, on that level, what he's saying is, is that the min, the heretic, was correct, because from the heretic's point of view, all live people are really dead from the beginning. It means they're moving towards death. So, if all I see in this world is a progression, right, that you start out, you know, the most alive is, is the baby because he's the Further, furthest from death, he's got the longest road to go, right? And he starts his life, but that every minute of his life is 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 a, is a movement towards death. So then he says, "Well, then it doesn't make any sense that people who are already dead should not should move in the opposite direction. That doesn't make any sense." And then he, and he's right from that point of view, right? But from our point of view, from the Torah's point of view, right? The the baby who is born is not moving towards death. He's moving to become a more whole and perfect root and seed for a future existence. So he's moving and growing and growing and developing until he reaches a certain point where Hashem says, "Okay, in this world you've reached your your max, your max, your, your maximum. 
and you, now it's time for you to right to go back into the ground and and now and come out you know new and improved. Right? That system which proceeds on its own, right, step by step towards death. That system can't have a chazat meitim. Right? Okay. Something which from the beginning is that. And then he quotes the Rambam that we brought in the Rambam in, in the uh, in the uh, in the which we brought at the beginning of this year, because he says, right? because Rishaim, as it says, Rishaim Meitim. Rishaim, even in this world, are called Meitim. Right. So how could there be anybody, right? How could they come to life? Therefore, the conclusion is right. It's an Indian of emuna. That's why the emuna aspect is so, so central to Tchiyas HaMesim. V'nemonat v'nemonat olachiyot metim. Hatchiyah hi hakiyum lota emuna. If you have the emuna, so then the tchia is its fruition, its its, its culmination. Baruch brought emuna to the olam, and that emuna leads to a. There's a promise that everything that is that exists in the world is not going to just die and become extinct, but it's going to continue on and on and on in an eternal life. That's what grows and and becomes a reality. It moves from the uh, from the potential to the actual That's what it means that is exclusively in Torah. Below a Torah, without Torah, right? If you don't look at, at, at the world, or you don't experience the world, you don't look at the world through the lenses of Torah, so all you see is chayim etim, the live, right, die. Min ha-Torah ha-meitim chayim. Eilu mahalchim. These are the two different mahalchim, right, with the two different paths, the two different possibilities. V'tzurat ha-kiyim she'esh These are the two forms of existence. They exist side by side. Right, a person can be zocha to live in the world of emuna in the world of Torah, and right next to him right, could be somebody who right does not live in that world, and they don't even right and but they they're living in two different worlds. Right, so one is one lives in a world that's moving towards life, and one lives in a world that's moving towards death. mavet meikara, one's called death from the beginning. And the other one is the essence of what life really is all about. And even death in that world, it's all part of a more whole and more complete life. And just as we know that when a root is, uh, what's the word, decayed in the, in the ground, this is not its extinction. Right. It's, it's, it's not even though you put the seed, you put the root in, and it looks like it's like not, it's turned into nothing. But we know that it's just the beginning of of, of something better. It's the beginning of creation. 
כך כל מהלך חיי האדם על פי התורה הוא חיים בשלמות. Everything that a person experiences, his whole life from the beginning to end, is a life of שלמות, even though the surface, right, a person is also going through a process of decay. And because on the physical level, he's getting older, right? He's losing his powers, he's losing his strength, right? But it's all a step towards the שלמות, just like the seed which disintegrates on the ground is moving towards שלמות. Right? And with him, it will be fulfilled the, the following promise. Because he believes in Tchilat HaMetim, he will be able to have a Chilak in Tchilat HaMetim. Okay, so this is great Musa uh, for us. Right, to take to start thinking about Tchiatamitim in a very you know in a in a more serious way, in a more real way, right? To, and to appreciate that Tchiatamitim is not something which is you know arbitrary. Kurdhu decided that okay, you know, that uh, I'll give people a second chance, I'll give people a, 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 a you know there will be more opportunities for people, you know, so, but it didn't have to be that way. No, what he's saying is is that that Chiyat HaMetim is, is an essential, right? that is probably maybe the most essential aspect of what differentiates life al-Pitara from life Shalom al-Pitara, because it, it defines us as being alive in the most real way, right? in the way which is a move, moves us towards eternal life. And that every, every breath we take, every movement that we make right, is a building our lives. Building and building and building and growing and growing and growing, right to the point where we're, right, it'll be ready. It'll be the ready to be come out again as as after Tchias and Amazing, and that's and that's you know, that has to be mashpia. Uh, that has to affect how we view everything, right? as opposed to the people who are not zocha to to live this to this to live this promise. They live in a world without promise. They live in a world where right, what you see is what you get, and what you see and what you get is, is a steady progression towards an end of life. Okay? Any questions? Any comments? Okay. Good. We're okay. Let's move on to the next one. Next shir, as I said, shir mem, which is the second shir of Tchias HaMesim. And as I said earlier, it's he goes over a lot of the same ideas and explains them a little, maybe a little bit more clearly. I mean, clearly, Ramosha, when he was giving this uh, series of shiurim, felt that he needed to give a second shear to clarify some of the points that that hadn't been so uh, explained so clearly before. And so we'll be zocha to hear him, as I say, re- repeat and 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 and, uh, and build on what what we said so far. Okay. Shinun Bet, section Aleph. So the first he goes into a a little bit of a digression. Amirat Amen Hakil Lamaisa Shalemuna. It goes into the idea, just why, why the importance of saying Amen. Okay. And everybody knows that saying Amen is a, is a big mitzvah. Right? The Gemara says, Yosir Ona Amen from the Mubarak itself. Okay. And uh, so he's going to talk about it, the relationship between Amen and Emunah. Okay. Amirat Amen Hakiyum Lomaisa Shalemuna. Bishira Kodem Bi Arno Dira Gamora. 
Okay, he says in the previous year we explained the Gemara Omer ain't chiat ha-metim in the Torah. Tana, what is the right? So who kafar b'tchiat ha-metim? L'fichach l'yolach chelakim ayam. Shakavana, and this is what we explained. Shemetziut shel tchiat ha-metim kayemet. Excuse me. Rak b'toch misgeret shel emuna. And we tell b'torah. That's what he said. Only in that framework is there such a reality called as we've just been saying, Now he says, let's look a bit more carefully. What is this? What's the content of it? What, 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 okay, we have, it's, it's a misgeret. Okay? Every misgeret is a frame. Okay. Misgeret is a framework or a frame. And that's what it's so garret, it encloses it. So it's it's like a container. Right? But every container has to have content. So it says the token, what is the token? What, what does it mean to live with the kind of a munah? What is it that, that what is that token of the existing through a munah, which is what brings a person to be included in Triasamesim? And in that misgeret, right, somebody who lives in that misgeret, so then the world proceeds from death to life. Will Havin, and to understand better, what's between? What's the difference? Lemaisa, you live one way. Right? What's, how, how does it express itself, Lemaisa? The difference between living in, the, in these two worlds. Hamafkia, because if you live in the other world, uh, the 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 Regila, the superficial world, Hamafkia ta'yecholet leashteich lalam shulzkiyat meitim. It uproots. It, it makes impossible. It takes away the whole shaykes, the whole ability to be to be part of the world of tchiyat meitim. Mekivan shehaolam b'tivo achen olech likivun afuch. Mechayim olav it. We said. Echad me'ha'ofanim bo mitkayemet hamunal lemaisa. Says, what does it mean? How? Person wants to express his emuna. He wants to do something concrete. He wants to right, have right, put, put some, you know, some meat on on, on that framework. Right? What, 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 what do you do? Saying amen. It's a achraza. It's a pronouncement, declaration that a person believes in the thing itself. He says, Amen has two parts. And somebody says, for instance, if it's a tefillah. So he says, it's true. Right, and I believe in it. I, in other words, I believe that this is what happens. I don't know what the difference is right now, but we'll see. Shabbos, Amalata Mirat Amen, Amarish Lokish, Kola Omer Amen, Bechol Kocho, Potchin Lo Shari Gan Eden. We open the gates of Gan Eden. Shenemar Pischu Shari, we have a gate Goit Sadik, Shomer Emunim. Open the gates, and the righteous nation who is Shomer Emunim. Will come, right? I'll take a shomer munim, Elisha omrim omne. Kavanata drashai, 
שהאמירת האמן הוא הגילוי של שומר אמונים. Right? If you say אמן, that demonstrates, that reveals that the person is a שומר אמונים. יש להבין מדוע שכר אמירת אמן היא פתיחת שערי גן עדן. First of all, why, what's the relationship between that and, and the gates of גן עדן, דווקא גן עדן. הקוליבורך, אוקיי, אז היא עושה לי כנסת. קוליבורך הוא בראת האדם והניח אותו בגן עדן. That's the first thing we know. Gracious, פרק בייס, that Adam Arishan was placed in גן עדן. השם עדן מתאים למקום השכר. Okay, so עדן, right, which means pleasure, things like that, right, something that very wonderful to experience. So מתאים, that's מתאים. That, uh, so in, uh, we know why it's called עדן. שיקרו להיטיב ולהנים לאדם, that's what it is, it's the place where a person has all of the, the blessings and all of the things that could possibly right, create a situation of, of tov and naim. אבל צריך ביור, מדוע נקרא המקום גן? העידון הזה מתייחס בדווקא לגן? Why is it דווקא גן? Okay, and this is going to be related to what we said before, we'll see, right? So that's what he says in the, in the headline here in, in, in Bet. Mitziyut ha'olam hazeh nizrat al yedei ha'avodah u'mitgalet ba'olam ha'bav kesachar. Okay, so, so there is planting and reward. Okay, so let, let's try to pay attention here to what he's saying. Ha'olam ha'bav, okay, okay. E'non makom nifrad min ha'olam, Okay. He said, Olam Abba is not something which is separate from the world. Elabo kol hakiyum omeid b'tsura acheret. It's everything that exists in this world, right, exists in Olam Abba in a different form. Otam etziyut hanireit lanu shebetocha anu kayamim, that mitziyut, the reality that appears to us that we that we exist within that mitziyut, yeshla mashmaut acheret ki keshehi mofi'a b'makom ahu. It has a different meaning than what it, when it, than when it, it, it manifests in that place. Shama mitziyut kula omedet ba'ofen shel sakhar. There is Okay, and this is uh, you know, a deeper point we have to, to, to think about. And what he's saying is, is that things that exist in this world exist in a world of of uh, avodah, right? of work, right? Of asiyah, right? Those same things are transposed, I guess is the best word I can think of right now, right? Into another world, right? Of olam where they exist as reward. The thing here exists as something that we do, and the thing there, that same thing exists as something which is a reward. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I'm just thinking now, you may tell me if you if you you know if you think it's a good if it's a good muscle, but you know, when 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 sounds are uh, are transmitted electronically, right? you guys are hearing my voice, okay? Okay. But you're not hearing my voice, really. Right? You're hearing, right? My voice is trans being trans is changed into certain, you know, electronic things, right? So, right? And 
that's transmitted somehow through some kind of magic over, right, over the, uh, the, 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 the technology that we're using, right? And then you hear my voice. So the things exist in, two, in different forms, right? They exist as electronic pulses or impulses, whatever they're called, right? And they exist for you in sounds. And, you know, so my sounds may not be the sweetest sounds in the world, but if you were hearing some sweet music or something, so they'd be the same thing, right? It exists in, in two different ways. It exists one way exists in, right? and then it exists in another way. Okay? So that's he's saying is, is that things ex can exist in one world, they take on one form, and in another world, they take on another form. Let's see how that goes. Ha'olam kulo banui b'marechet shel hayom la'asotam u'machar l'kabel shara. That is the you know, a primary uh, you know, tenet of our faith, that the world that there's hayom and there's machar. Right? And hayom has one uh, dimension of, of, of life, which is lasotam. In this world, everything is centered around doing, right? Doing what you have to do, doing what you're commanded to do, doing what Hashem wants us to do, right? And there is no schar in this world, right? As we know, schar mitzvah b'hai al-maleka, as we discussed when we were talking about schar, right? That there, there are things that Akkadosh Baruch gives us, like the Ramam says in Okus Shuva, that, that, uh, that there are things that we can be zochet to in this world, but they're not really schar, because in this world you can't give schar. There's no, this world doesn't have the ability to contain uh, the schar for the infinite act of doing a mitzvah. So the schar mitzvah by al-maleka, in this world, this world is a world of asiyah. Right? Don't expect, and you won't get, the schar that with Hashem promises will, that will come to people who live according to his, to his mitzvahs. Where is schar? Machar lekabel schara. That's a different world. That's the world to come, the world which we will enter in at a later stage of our existence. And there, everything that we built and every experience that we had, which was an avoda of, which was, was asiyah, will be experienced as a sechar. Right? Then we will say, oh, right, I thought I was doing something. I thought I was working hard. I thought I was They've been sacrificing and, and, and living a life where I, where I was very limited and very, I had, couldn't do everything I wanted to do, whatever it was. I, I lived a life of Torah. I, oh, but now I see what it really was. It really was a life of Sakhar. Right? Okay? And, and when we live in that life, we'll experience all of the things that we had as, as Asiya, we'll experience them as Sakhar. That's how he explains it. Everything that today exists in a form of Asiyah, it's copied. Right? Okay, I take it's to like copy, right? It's copied into a, for, in the next, in the world, in the Machar, in the, in the world of tomorrow, right? it's a surah of Sakhar. That same existence, mishane et surata, it changes its surah, changes its form. May often hakiyum shel hayom to a form of existence which is the existence of hayom. We often hakiyum shel machar. We often ze asiyat mitzvot atzma ufechet liot sechar. So what we did, every mitzvah that we did in this world, that we do in this world, right, and every mitzvah that includes right, all the mitzvot say and all the mitzvot lotase, which we perform by 
holding ourselves back and withstanding the temptations of uh, which might have led us to a to mitzvah lotase, right? So all of those things, right, in our in in, in the machar, right, they're they're sachar, and we experience them in a completely different way. He's going to explain better what this means. Again, it's going to be the same uh, kind of analogy between the between the seeds and and and, and the fruit that grows. Okay, but it's, 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 but it's really all the same. Okay. As it says in Pirkei Avos, right. the schar that we're going to get in Olam Haba is the mitzvah. Ella, shemasha siti kan. The difference will be that what I did here, I don't know what it means. Okay. I put on sits this morning. Right? I put on my towel. I put on my tefillin this morning. Right? I, I, so what is it really? Well, okay. I mean, I, I, I don't appreciate it. I don't. I, I don't know the depth of it. I don't know. You know all of the tikkunim that that are being done by by putting on my tefillin in the morning. But in the future, in the in the, in the world of machar, so then I will experience it fully as I will know exactly what's happening. Then. I would say, oh, right, this is what it was, right? This is what this is what is happening, and that'll be the greatest sahar, the sahar of having, of experiencing in that in the world of sahar that which I only experienced in the world of asdiyah. Okay, the Yeshlo saying wants to clarify the matter even more. Right? We've said this before, right? That sachar, the greatest sachar is existence. And the greatest punishment in the world is ceasing to exist. Look in Right, a basic she'ifa, a basic uh, where 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 we want to get to, right, is to is to be, right, and to exist. Whereas if we are, if we exist, so the most fundamental desire that we have is to continue to exist. and if anything is missing in the basic conditions of what a person needs to exist. It gives you a sense that there's something lacking in your being. Heyot, right? Heyot is a, the word for being. Right? It's, a, it's an abstract term. But you feel that there's something missing. That there's something, in other words, if something is missing, okay, let's say you don't have the food that you need, you don't have other basic needs that a person has, or things that you feel that you need, um, so then you feel there's something not quite right with there's something missing in, in, in who I am and what I am. Liot So today, right, we we don't have all of the conditions which will enable us to realize what it is that we have. Right? So we feel that we're missing things, right? Because we do this mitzvah, we don't that mitzvah. But as we said before, we don't we don't really have a clear picture of all the things that are happening. So we know that we're alive. We know that we that we exist. 
but we really don't appreciate what it means to be to to, to exist. Right? We don't know. Right? We don't know that you know, what, what what's happening to me. Right? When I do this mitzvah, I do that mitzvah. When I do this aver, I do that aver, for that matter. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a clear sense. Right? I, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is the mitzvah that Baruch gave me. He gave us the Torah, and he gave told me what to do. Right? I, you know, I know what to do. I try to do it, and I do it. Right? But what does it all mean? Where, 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 where am I going to be with it? That you're not going to know. Right? You're only going to know when, right, when we get to the Olam HaSachar. Right? We get to the Olam HaSachar, so then we'll say, oh, all of those things that I had, which I did because there was a mitzvah to do, and I did it as, as the asiyah that Akadabaruch commanded me, all of those things, oh, now I know what they mean. Now I know how important they were. Now I know right, how, how close I can get. I, I was getting to Akadabaruch by doing them. Zeo Asachar. Akadabaruch Barat Olam Kach. Okay, and a very, very important sentence, so pay attention. Baruch Hu created the world such Every person has to create his being, with a capital B. And then he becomes like the owner of his existence. In other words, I will become, I, 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 will, I, I will really exist, meaning, okay, because I, I, this is what I created. Right? This is, this is the, the creation that I created as, because of Baruch Hu put me into the world, and I lived my life the way he wanted me to live. Right? And so now I've created, created myself. Nimsayin ken shemashmuta sakharhi, so what does it mean? What does Sechar mean? Sheoto bayit shebaniti bo bo ani yeshev. Sheoto bayit shebaniti bo ani yeshev. The house that I built, that's where I'm going to live. Otam chayim sheyatsarti, the life that I created, eyeh kayam bahem. That's the life that I will live in. Hashar hu ametziut vekiyum sheadam yatsar. It's the reality of the person himself created who mamshich litkayim ba. Again, so let's think about the muscle, the muscle of the house. Right? What kind of a house are you going to have in, in Olam Haba? Right? Is it going to be a is it going to be a mansion, right? or is it going to be a little hovel? Right? What, 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 what's what's it going to look like? But not everybody's going to be living, right? And right? I mean, everybody's got a chelik in Olam Hazeh, right? Some people live in the fancy suburbs with twelve bedroom houses. And some people live in the slums, right? All of my boss is going to be the same thing, right? There's going to be fancy houses, and there's going to be, you know, you know not fancy houses, right? Shikunim, as we call them in Israel, right? There's going to be, uh, you know, the right? two room, two room apartments with a koshi with a, you know, with a, with a bathroom, right? So where where are you going to be? So so with our ma'isim, with our mitzvahs, our Torah and our mitzvahs, we build a house, right? Every every mitzvah we do is like putting a brick in the house, okay? And another mitzvah, another mitzvah, until we build ourselves a beautiful reality, okay? And that's going to be the reality that we experience. And it's that, so that's the house, and that's the muscle of the chayim sheyatsarti oto eya kayam bahem. A person does mitzvahs, 
So he builds a beautiful life. He builds a life of, of, of good midos. He lives a life of happiness. He lives a, a life of connecting with people in, in, a, in, a, in a positive way. He, he lives the kind of life that you think of a ben adam shalem. And so that he built himself a beautiful life. So he's going to step into that life. That's the life that he'll experience. He'll, he'll, right? he'll be in his own Abba. That's the life that he'll experience. He'll experience a continuation of that beautiful life that he built for himself. If a person didn't build himself a beautiful life, right? let's, say, let's say he's still in the world of Olam Haba because he, you know, he was still connected with the fundamentals, but he, he did a mitzvah, he did a veras, he, he was kacha uh, kacha. Right? So then he'll have a kacha kacha experience, right? I Moshe said, I think I mentioned it, you know, the most of the, I think, you know, that I think I mentioned it last week, even, I don't know, that the, 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 the great rabbi comes to town, all the dignitaries of the town are invited right, to somebody's house to host us, the, the great dignitary, and where are you? Right, you're in the Cheder Madrigot, right? They don't let you in, right? You, you're, you're one of those people who's standing in the in the stairway, right? you know, Trying to gain a glimpse of the great of the great, right? You know, you don't, you you're not invited, in, right? You're, not, you're an outsider, and that's what we have to try to think about. Okay, we, we don't want to be outsiders, right? We want to be invited to the front table, okay? Except in the, the, the only difference between this muscle and, and, and the reality of there of Olam is that there's an infinite amount of space there, right? It's not like like somebody's you know, small living room; we can only fit 15 people in. Right? There's going to be an infinite amount of space. Anybody who's Zocha to it, who lives that kind of life, he gets to be there, right? You get it, right. So, but that, but that's the that's the idea that there's. So it's the same life that you had, right? But just expressed in a different form, a form of sechar. Oh, so now we're going to come back to the comparison between. Right, the the seed and and the, and the plant. Is, if we think about the relationship, we're thinking about how the deed is understood, is grasped as a root or as a uh, a what's the word sprouting for novet? What sprouting seed? Sprouting, sprouting. Thank you. Right, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Right, the sprouting seed. Okay. Okay, so if we look at the maisa that we do as a seed, right, and the reward that grows from it, right, is a big tree. That's why it's what, what's the other half of that metaphor? If we look at it as a root, then what? I don't know. He, he uses roots and, and seeds interchangeably. So, you know, I'll have to leave it to your expertise and to... Uh, I mean, is he, is, he, is he juxtaposing two opposite things or saying two things? No, are... no, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. You know, sometimes when you, when you want to plant a tree, sometimes you plant a root and sometimes you plant a seed. Right? Is that correct, uh, Jerry? Uh, you know... Yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it, all these terms, they've laid terms for them and technical and the technical are ambiguous. Some plants reproduce from, you know, bulbs and, and, the, and their roots go out and make new trees. And 
you know, there is a whole okay. world there of, of things. Uh, but I was a little, I'm, you know, earlier he said that a rotting root, you shouldn't think that that's the end of it. And I mean, I didn't know what he meant there. And I think I it's think kind he was of, talking about a rotting seed. That's what I understood it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. 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 Again, I'm sure that I don't know what emotion, though. He knew lots of things about lots of things. Maybe, well, uh, well, the, the writer maybe wasn't so mocked on the. Uh, well, well, and it kind of makes sense to, to, like, if you think of a root as like, you know, there are plants, like I say, there's many different ways to propagate, and like as a bulb or as a root, like you say, they can be almost synonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so that's what he says. So, the place of reward is called a garden. Perish hamilagan umakom nitiot. It's a place of growing saplings of things that that where 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 things grow and flourish from 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 nothing from from seeds and from roots or whatever. Sham tzamchim ayidanot. That's where the trees grow and flourish and and become gigantic trees. Vinimza shemashmaut Hashem gan Eden. Why is it called Gan Eden? Because the good things that will come in Gan Eden, which is the Makoma Sakhar, it comes from the, the growth of the Netiot. What's the relationship between Avoda and Sakhar? Avoda Oseket Chilat Bizraim. So everything that we do in our Avoda, we are dealing with seeds. And when the sachar comes, okay, so we have to view all the Torah and mitzvahs that we're doing as, as, uh, as planting seeds. We're planting seeds which we will only come to enjoy and, and appreciate and, and, and have the fruit and, and the beauty, etc. only in the olam sachar. That's for tomorrow. The milim that's where the actualization of all the potential is. This world is a world of, of potential. Every mitzvah that we do is a potential, is a bekoach, which will, in another existence, be there. And this is what we do here, their smicha, their growth, their flourishing will be there. They grow and they grow. In other words, the, that's a, it's the gan, not stam, a, a, a word, okay, we got to give it a place. You know, you know, call it a chatzer, call it a bayit. No, it's a gan is something essential. And to describe the Aden, the, the pleasurable place. The growth of all of the roots which a person prepared in this world, which grow and flourish into fruit-bearing trees. Okay, I think we'll stop here for today. And Amir Hashem. I should hopefully, I'm glad to go, but we'll see. Another share or so, we'll 
we'll be able to finish uh, this year. Okay, so I wish everybody a good evening.